وعليك السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته عيدان يا أخي الحمد لله ميلا بلس وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تمسك بسنته بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد After praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending the salutations upon the Messenger alayhi salatu wassalam and upon his family and his companions and upon all those who follow upon his guidance into the establishment of the last day to proceed ikhwan Allahumma inna na'udha bika min ilmin la yanfa' wa min qalbin la yakshar wa min nafsin la tashba' وَمِن دُعَاءٍ لَا يُسْمَعٍ Verily, Allah, we seek refuge with you from knowledge that has no benefit and from a heart that has no fear and from a soul that has no satisfaction or contentment and from a dua that goes unanswered and from a dua that goes unanswered So proceed, Ikhwan, فَنُوَسِلُوا مَعَكُمْ فِي هَذِهِ اللَّيْلَةِ الْمُبَارِكَةِ الْكَرِيمَةِ عَوْنًا مِنَ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ So we continue in this blessed and noble night of ours, seeking the aid and the assistance of our Lord, the most merciful and the most compassionate. We continue to learn and derive benefit from the science of Al-Aqidah. One of the brothers over the light for the sisters there, inshallah ta'ala. May Allah bless you all. Perhaps we're studying this night from the words of the Imam Shaykh al-Islam Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab in his book Usul al-Thalatha in his book Usul al-Thalatha and as for the masajid, they belong to Allah. Uh, I think we did that already, so. Surah Al Jin. Uh, and the reading. What's the last thing we stopped at? Wan al Masajidah. فَمَنْ صَرَفَ مِنْهَا شَيْءً لِغَيْرِ اللَّهِ فَهُوْ مُشْرِكٌ كَافِرٌ And whoever directs a form of worship to other than Allah, then he is a mushrik, a disbeliever. طَيْبٌ I think that's a لَعَلَّنَا تَوَقَفْنَا هُنَا I think we stopped there, Ya Khuan. So? مَنْ عِنْدَهُ تَعْلِيمٌ Who remembers, Ya Khuan? وَنَا الْمَسَاجِدَ لِلَّهِ 
طيب وكذلك عندنا بعض الهدايا لكم من باب التشجيع على طريق طلب العلم. So we have some gifts for some of you. Most of you, mashallah ta'ala. If not all of you. As an encouragement upon seeking knowledge and appreciation. وَلَعَلَى هَذَا يُشَجِعَكُمْ إِنْشَاءَ تَعَالَى عَلَى هَذَا طَرِيقٍ And we hope that the likes of this will encourage all of you to continue to seek knowledge بإذن الله تعالى بإذن الله تعالى طيب فمن يريد أن يقرأ So who wants to recite from the statement of the Imam وَأَنْوَعُ الْإِبَادَةِ And as for the various types of worship Who wants to recite? As for the various types of worship, من يريد؟ So we divided some of our gifts into Mada. We see some other people are not here tonight. Uh, we broke it down into different groups. Inshallah ta'ala. So our first gift to our beloved daughters, our beloved sisters, goes to the students of the month. From our sisters, this month goes to two, our beloved sister Sundus and Nuseiba. So our first two gifts 
It's for Sundus and Nusaiba. Is Sundus or Nusaiba here tonight, Yafa? No. Alright, so this is for them. We put this to the side, inshallah. And for our brothers, the students of the month, to our little brothers, goes to, they're not here tonight either. Our beloved brother, Lukman and Ayu. Lukman and Ayu. So these are the students of the month, inshallah. Every month we try to give something to encourage the boys and the daughters and our beloved sisters, inshallah ta'ala, generally. As for the, the gifts of everyone who studied the hadith with us, who took the test. So first let's deal with the ones who took the test, inshallah ta'ala. So these are for the sisters. What's your name, Afi? No, Sheikh. Huh? Hi, inshallah. So give these to the sisters there in the back. This is for those. Take this to them. We have one, two, three, four. Take this to the sisters there. Take this, inshallah. As for our brothers, give them to the sisters in the back. No. Right? For the brothers who took the test, this is their gifts. Inshallah, I'm going to have tonight, one, two, three, four. Right. So, man, say you give these to the brothers, inshallah. So, then we also have another division. For the most outstanding who those who receive the highest gift or the highest level of mother, the highest level on the test, then they have a special gift. So from our sisters, we made it the top two, but the sisters there were tied for second place. Our first uh, gift goes to our beloved sister, our Sheikh, our sister Zainab Habib. And she had a perfect except for one. She only missed one. So this gift goes to our beloved sister, Sister Zainab. No Sheikh, one more time. This goes to Sister Zainab for having the top score from the sisters. This is Sister Zainab here tonight? Right, give that to Sister Zainab in the back. Our second top score for the sisters was a tie score for second place. Goes to our sister uh, Suro Habib. Is that correct, correct Yafa? Suro? Saro. Saro Habib. And Bahja Noor. Bahja Noor and Saro Habib tied for second place. They missed one and a half. And one of the scores we gave a half point as they were they missed a part of the question. So they tied for second place. So I don't know if they're here tonight, Ikhwan. Is Sister Bahjanur or Sado Habib here tonight? No? Sorry, so this is their gift. Zainab can give her sister her gift, inshallah. And we can, this one is for Bahjanur. Like one more time, yeah, give this to the sister there. One is for Bahjanur and one is for Sado Habib. Right, for the brothers, mashallah, we had two perfects. They had a Mumtaz, Mumtaz, our brother Omar Ahmed Ismail. I don't know if he's here tonight, Right, so this is his gift here. He has a perfect score, mashallah ta'ala, with no mistakes. He completed his score, Mumtaz, Mumtaz. And our second one goes to our beloved Sheikh Muhammad Hassan. He also had a perfect score with Mumtaz, Mumtaz. So as we mentioned, our students of the month are not here tonight. This is their gift. And this is some more for the sisters that took the exam. They're not here. And some of the brothers they missed also. You got yours. You have your Sheikh. So these are the remaining. Inshallah Ta'ala will give them out. Tomorrow or the next time, bidna Allah Ta'ala. Next time we have more perfects, inshallah Ta'ala. May Allah bless you all, ya ikhwan. This is just an appreciation on my part as I'm in Babi Tashjir to encourage the students, inshallah Ta'ala. Al-Istimrar upon being constant and continuous and consistent, inshallah. Ar-Rahman al-Rahim. Tayyib, nabda bidna Allah Ta'ala. Let's begin, inshallah. Ar-Rahman al-Rahim. قال الإمام شيخ الإسلام محمد بن عبد الوهاب رحمه الله. so the Imam شيخ الإسلام in his time محمد بن عبد الوهاب 
He says, Anwa'u al-ibadati allati amarallahu biha The various actions or various types of worship. Worship is of different types. The various types of worship that Allah has commanded with. Mithlu al-Islam, like al-Islam. Ma'amana al-Islam, ya ikhwah, ma'asih. What's the meaning of Islam in the language? What does it mean, Islam, in the Arabic language? You remember? To believe in Allah, that's general. And Muslim, to submit. To submit. Generally, Kalimatul Islam bi ma'ana al ismada and Muslim al abdu. The meaning linguistically of the word Islam is to submit. Is to submit. Fiddin, Father Shaykh, what does it mean in the religion, Islam? He says, Islam in the religion of Al Islam means to submit to Allah upon singling Him out in worship. What does Islam mean? To submit to Allah upon Tawheed. And to surrender to Him. Upon his obedience, and to disassociate yourself, avoid, stay away from polytheism, ashirk, and its people, and its people. هل معنى هذا أننا لا نخالط أبدا مع المشركين بالدعوة والتعليم? Does this mean you never mix with a polytheist? You never engage with him or her. You never are kind to them. You never give them da'awah. Does this mean that? The answer is no. This does not mean that, Ikhwan. Iman. He says, also from Iman. Wal-Ihsan. And Ihsan. Wa-minhu dua And from the aspects of worship is a dua supplication. Wal-Khawf and fear. Wal-Raja and hope. Hope with Allah is worship, ya ikhwan. Ahyan and nansa and raja'ibada. Sometimes we forget that hope, hoping with Allah, I hope with Allah, I hope for a good end. I hope to die as a Muslim. I hope to obey Allah. I hope to be forgiven. Hope with Allah, many times we forget that this is worship. That this is worship. What tawakkul and place of one's total reliance and dependence. Upon Allah Ta'ala. Warrahba in having the desire. Warrahba in the awe, the dread. Walkhushur and the humility and the focus. Walkhashia and the fear of Allah that is based upon knowledge. Walinaba and repenting. Where are we from repenting to Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala? Mata akhur waqtin sa'anna rabbana subhanahu wa ta'ala an yaqfir lana, an yatuba lana. When was the last time we asked Allah Ta'ala for forgiveness? When was the last time we asked Allah Ta'ala to pardon us? Fahada al-hada al-amr, amru al-inaba, amrun azim, wa hiya al-ibadah. This affair of asking Allah for forgiveness, the affair of seeking repentance from Allah, is a tremendous affair, ya khuan. And is worship. عندما العبد يسأل ربه سبحانه وتعالى أن يغفر له أن يتوب عليه له أجر أولا وأبدا. When the servant begs Allah and asks Allah for forgiveness, asks Allah to accept his repentance, that servant gets a reward. He's asking Allah for forgiveness and he gets a reward. لأن الإنابة عبادة because seeking forgiveness, seeking repentance is worship. قَالَ وَالْإِسْتِعَانَ Also seeking help. وَالْإِسْتِعَاذَ And seeking refuge. وَالْإِسْتِغَاثَ And seeking aid. وَالذَّبَحُ And slaughtering. وَالنَّذَرُ And making oaths and covenants. كُلُّ هَذَا عِبَادًا All of this is worship. وَغَيْرُ ذَلِكَ مِنْ أَنْوَاعِ الْإِبَادَةِ الَّتِي أَمَرَ اللَّهُ بِهَا And other than that, from these things that the Imam mentioned. بعض الناس عندما يذكرون عندما يقرأوا هذا الكتاب يظن أن الإمام ذكر كل نوع من أنواع العبادة وهذا ليس بصحيح وهذا 
Listen this time. Many of the students who read this noble book, they think that the Imam mentioned every type of worship, and that's not the case. He mentioned ba'duha. He mentioned ba'duha. Some of them. He says, All of these aspects of worship, they are for Allah. What dalilu and the proof to this? Qawluhu Ta'ala, write this down, Yaqwan. What's the proof that all worship belongs to Allah? You're going to write Suratul Jinn. Suratul Jinn, verse number 18. Suratul Jinn, verse number 18. Wa anna al masajid Where Allah says, and that the masajid, they belong to Allah. The masajid belongs to Allah. So do not worship besides Allah anyone. Do not call upon besides Allah anything. Surah Al-Jinn. I want you to write this verse down, ya ikhwan. Surah Al-Jinn, verse number 18, 10 times. Surah Al-Jinn. Verse number 18, 10 times. A proof that worship is for Allah. All of it. Surah Al-Jinn. Surah Al-Jinn. Aina nu'u al-lughawi bi anna kullu nu'u shirk haram. Min hadil ayah. What's a proof from the angle of the Arabic language? You have to look deeply at this verse. What's a proof linguistically that all forms of shirk are haram? Every form. Somewhere in the verse. Huh? Ahsan. Well, Allah says, Ma'allahi ahada. Something about the word ahada. What's about it? What type of word is it? This shows one of my favorite sciences here, Quran. It shows the importance of what? Studying Arabic. Those who don't take time for Arabic. It's upon them and all of us to look at this one verse. Allah Ta'ala says, Allah says, And that the masajid belongs to Allah. So do not worship. Do not invoke besides Allah ahadan, ahada. The fact that the word ahada is nakira, is indefinite. Nakira. If the word is nakira, tufidul umum. Anytime you come across a word that's indefinite, you're speaking generally. You're speaking generally. So any way you can worship Allah, any way you can supplicate or to other than Allah, any way you can worship, you can't do this to other than Allah. It has to be to Allah because Allah mentions it in the nakira, in the indefinite. Do not call upon besides Allah anyone else, anything else, no matter what. Nabiyan ma, malaikatan ma, salihan ma, rajulan ma, imratan ma, shajratan ma, turaban ma, hayawanan ma. It doesn't matter if it's an angel or rather before that a prophet, someone righteous. It doesn't matter if you're talking about an animal, a man, a woman, a tree, dirt. It doesn't matter. So do not call upon with Allah anything else, anyone else. And you get that from the word. Being indefinite, being indefinite. Every time the word is nakiratan, indefinite, then mada is to feed al-umum. It shows the generality of the thing. فَمَثَلًا زَوْجَتُكَ تَقُولْ لَكَ مَتَى تُرِيدًا تَأْكُلْ Your wife, she says to you, what do you want to eat? And you say, أَيَّةُ آمِن You say, any food. أَيَّةُ آمِن And you mention it in the nakirah. Whatever, in English. Ayyata'amin. Whatever, whatever food is available. She says, no, what? Choose. You say, Ayyata'amin. 
the fact that you say it in the nakira shows the generality of the thing. قال الإمام then the Imam continues فمن صرف منها شيئا لغير الله so whoever directs anything from this طالب لسه يسمع attention what's the this ماسي whoever directs from this anything other than Allah what's the this go back to whoever directs anything from this what's the this what's the thing going back to you gotta look deeply. فَمَنْ صَرَفَ مِنْهَا So whoever directs from this. Myra, what's the this? Worship. Worship. Going back to worship. Whoever directs from this, meaning from worship. Anything that's from worship. This question is for one of our beloved sisters. أُذْكُرِ نُوعًا مِنْ أَنْوَعِ الْإِبَادَةِ Mention a type of worship. Anything you wish. From worship. Our first sister. Fadali. Huh? Give me a type of worship. It's the honor. Seeking help. It's the honor from who? Allah. Calling upon Allah for help. This is worship. Our second sister, give us a type of worship. Fasting, mashallah. Our third sister, type of worship. Another oaths and covenants, promises. Between the servant and Allah, our sent. Our fourth sister, paying, uh, making salah, mashallah, from the best. One of my brothers, Fadl, Nu'an min anwa'al ibadah, give us a type of worship. Adhabah, slaughtering, mashallah. Fadl, Shaykh. Read the Quran. Kiratul Quran, reading the Quran. Fadl, Shaykh. Dua, calling upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Does this mean you're not allowed to ask someone something? Every time you ask, you have to ask Allah? Who can, who can explain? The answer is no. Explain. Ishrah. How you join together? You just said calling upon Allah's worship. But now you're saying it's allowed to ask someone else something? How can you put them together? Things that are specific to Allah. Mm. If you ask a human for that, that would be haram. MashaAllah. Those things that are specific for Allah. Only Allah can do it. It's not allowed to ask someone else to do it. You can't go to the grave and say, Ya Muhammad. You can't go to the grave and say, Yeah, Khalati, oh my beloved auntie, Billah. You can't go to the grave and say he's righteous. Perhaps his dua will be answered if he intercedes on my behalf. Not like that. If it's something specific for Allah, it's haram to call upon other than Allah whose turn. Fadliban give us another type of worship. Marriage. Marriage, muhim. أَحْيَانًا يَنْسَ الْمُسْلِمُ Sometimes we forget. And this reminded to myself, firstly, إِخْوَانًا Sometimes we forget that marriage is worship. That marriage is worship. الْعَبْدُ الَّذِي يُنْفِقُ عَلَى زَوْجَتِهِ أَوْ عَلَى أَهْلِهِ إِذَا يُخْلِصُ لِلَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى لَهُ أَجْرَ The man who feeds his wife or his children, or their children. If he's sincere, he gets a reward. Don't laugh, inshallah. The woman who beautifies herself in the house, if she's sincere, she gets a reward. She takes those, mashallah, what's those things, ikhwan, that our beloved mothers and our beloved wives, our beloved daughters, they wear, those curlers. They, she takes them out and does her hair, mashallah ta'ala. Why are you doing that? For the sake of Allah. There's a difference. I'm hot. So she takes her hair down. I'm doing it for the sake of Allah. Same action. The knee is different. Now she gets a reward. What's my proof if she does it for Allah, she gets a reward? What's the proof? Actions are only solely, exclusively based upon one's intentions. 
the woman to hamilu ta'aman lishakhs wa li ahliha mathalan lillah fahiya ma'jura Allahu Akbar the woman makes some food and gives the food to her family, her husband and the children if she's sincere, there's one action there's one action I made the food, I presented the food hey, time to eat bismillahirrahmanirrahim hiya if she's sincere, she gets a reward the man who takes out the trash, he changes the, 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 the misbah, if he's doing it for Allah's sake, that's worship. And this shows the jamal, they have the deen, the beauty of this religion, The man or the woman walks to the masjid. And every step they take, if they're coming for the sake of Allah, every step is a good deed. Every step is a good deed. And this shows the beauty of Islam, ya ikhwan. I remember when I was Christian, I never saw something as beautiful of Islam. When I accepted Islam, if that's appropriate to say there. I didn't accept Islam from what I saw from the people. Allah saved me from that. I didn't become a Muslim because of what I saw from my companions. I had a friend at the time. I won't say his name. I don't want him to get angry at me. I had a friend at that time. Well, who a Muslim? I had a friend that I was with almost every day. And he was Muslim. I never knew. I didn't see Islam from him. He didn't teach me about Allah's Messenger. And I was with him almost every day when I was a young guy. Playing basketball, working out, we used to jog and do everything together. I never knew he was Muslim. I just thought he wore the kufi to match his stove, his garments. He was real dressy. He was real flashy, mashallah. I just thought he wears a hat. If he wears a yellow shirt, he's going to wear a yellow hat. If he wears a black shirt, he wears a black hat. I didn't know. At any rate, I accepted Islam from reading books. And I remember one book in particular, Li Sheikh Abi Amin Abi Phillips, Hafidullah Ta'ala, Samma Abi Unwani Al Tawheed. Oh, Kalam al Hada. And the first book I read about Islam was by the Sheikh Bila Phillips. It was called The Book of Tawheed. And I read this book, and read this book, and read this book, and read this book, and read this book, mashallah. I couldn't put it down. One book. And immediately from Allah Ta'ala, I wanted to be like the people in this book. Whoever they were, I wanted to be like them. So I owe a lot to our beloved Shaykh, beloved Phillips, Allah Ta'ala, for reading his book. That was the only book I ever read that he wrote. Um, he has some nice books. That's the only one I finished. It's the first book I ever read. As a, I wasn't even Muslim yet. And I remember there's a chapter how to become Muslim. And it says, say this. And I was alone in my room. And so I said what it says, say. The book says, to become a Muslim, you must say this. I said, there it is. And we're all by myself. He said, I tried to say, best my ability, mashallah. I ran back to my two friends, Ibrahim and Lamat. I said, hey, I'm Muslim. I'm Muslim. Islam too. I became Muslim. They said, who gave you a shahada? I said, what do you mean who gave me my shahada? Shahada is nothing to give. What do you mean? It's nothing to give. <laughs> he said, who gave you shahada? I said, what are you talking about? In the book, he didn't say nothing about somebody has to give it to you. It's nothing to give. It's a, a testification that you say, that you, that, you, that you pronounce. So they said, well, who, who did you repeat after? I said, what do you mean? I just know the book did not say that. It said, say this. So I said it. So I remember they had to call back to their imams. And they called up a Muslim at that time in New Jersey and other imams in America. They said, we have a, a guy, a brother here in our community, our, our university. He said he became a Muslim on his own by reading a book. Can you do that? And nobody could give the answer. None of the imams that he contacted. Everybody said, I never heard of that. I don't know. I never. One brother said, let him take a shahada again. I said, oh, first you give me the book, and then you say study the book. I study the book, I do what the book says, and now you're saying it doesn't count. 
Something is not right, ya ikhwan. At any rate, uh, that's how I became Muslim, ya ikhwan. I was so ignorant at that time, I didn't even know my name, Naeem, was an Arabic name. The brothers, everyone in front of me had an Arabic name. Ibrahim, Abdulaziz was there, uh, Jamal, some nice strong brothers there, mashallah. So all of them had a name that was Arabic. So I said, mashallah, ya ana uridu ana kuna mithlakum, alaykum an tusammuni, an tusammuni bi ismin min lugat al-arabiyya, fa yadhakuna alayya. So we were sitting there in our prayer room and I said to them, all of you have Muslim names. Ibrahim is the name of a prophet. Abdul Aziz, a name after Allah. Jamal, Arabic, Arabic, Arabic. I said, I want an Arabic name also. One of you give me an Arabic name. So they all started laughing. I said, no, this is not funny. This is, this is serious. <laughs> so they said, what are you talking about, ya I said, I want an Arabic name. They said, your name is Arabic. So I called my mom, Ummi. My name, Naeem, is an Arabic name? She said, I don't know. <laughs> I said, how you don't know? Is it Arabic or not? She said, I think it's Hebrew. I'm not sure. <laughs> Actually, Abby. I contacted my father. Abby. And this is my Abby. I mean, Allah bless him also. I said, Abby, I just became Muslim. My father said the most homeless thing I ever heard. I said, "An Islam tell you, Alhamdulillah, I'm a Muslim." I said, "I just became Muslim. I'm Muslim. I just became Muslim now." He said, "Did you take a pure shahada?" I said, "What do you mean?" No, he said, "Did you take a clean shahada?" I said, "So the shahada can be first. Y'all tell me I need witnesses. I can't become Muslim from the book, and my father's asking me that I take a clean shahada. Where y'all getting these terms from?" At any rate, some terms I never heard in my life. So the, nobody can answer in America from the Imams. Do I have to become Muslim again or not? Alhamdulillah. So I just said it again in front of the brothers because they, according to them, they said I had I need witnesses. I said one thing I learned in a book. The first thing I taught you brothers is this masjid. Who remembers? First principle I ever gave you. Who remembers? And I say it a lot. I say it to my own wife, my own children, my own mother, my companions, our classes. Well, something we say a lot. Islam is built upon proofs. We don't teach Yaqwan since Abby said it, you have to say that. That's not from Islam. Nor do we learn that. That's not from Islam. Some of the brothers say, you blind follow your teachers in Yemen. I said, we blind follow them? I didn't learn that yet, I didn't learn that from them. I learned Islam is built upon proofs. At any rate, so this is something that we highly, highly encourage Yaqwan to understand that Islam is built upon proofs. Who has something to present, Yaqwan? A question or so? Our sister's here also. We have a gift for our sister. Uh, where's the sister's gift, Yaqwan? She has already? Ah, Iman <coughs> As for the meaning of Iman What does Iman mean in the Arabic language? What does it mean Iman? Who remembers? Hamza Iman What does it mean Iman in the Arabic language? We learn one word Itiqat You can also say Tasdiq that the belief in your heart, the acknowledgement in your heart, I said. And the religion is to believe in Allah, His angels, His books, His messengers. And to believe in the last day, it's good and it's bad. Suaran Thani, question number two. كيف يؤمن المسلم بكتب الله تعالى ولم رأها ولم رأها هل هذا شرط؟ How can a Muslim believe in the books of Allah but he didn't see them? He never saw them. Is this a condition that you have to have seen the the earlier revelations of Allah? Who can answer? Is this a condition? The answer is no, yeah. We believe in them because our Lord informed us of them. We believe in them 
Because the Messenger of our Lord informed us of them. And this important, Yaikhwan. If the servant believes in some of the revelations, he says, I believe in the Quran, I believe in the Suhaf of Ibrahim, but as far as the pages of Musa, I have doubt. Then this one is not a believer. This one is not yet a believer. To believe in some of them, to disbelieve in some of them, is disbelief in all of them. It's the same thing with the messengers. To disbelieve in some of the messengers is disbelief in all of them. And to believe in the Qadr, it's good and it's bad. He says, and Ihsan. We may say perfection in English. One of our sisters. What's the meaning of Ihsan? To worship Allah as if you see Him. And although you do not see Him, you know that He sees you. And this is the highest level of Islam. Where the servant worships Allah as if he's looking at Allah. That's how strict his worship is. And although he can't see Allah, he knows that Allah sees him. This is the best of your worship. When you talk, you talk as if you're looking at Allah. Although you don't see Allah, you know he sees you. Even when you're alone. And this is the hard part. Everyone's a sheikh in the masjid. All of us from the men were Abu Bakr and Umar Uthman and Ali in the masjid. When they say, MashaAllah Ta'ala, Khadija, Um Salam, Um Salim, Um Salim, Wa Zainab, Wa Aisha, Radi Allah Ta'ala, Anhum, Fil Masjid. Lakin, Men Minhum, Fil Wara, Men Minhum, Fil Bayt, Men Minhum, Fil Khalwa, Fil Khulwa. However, who is from amongst them when no one is looking? Who was from amongst them when we're in the house alone? In your little basement, just you and Allah. Are you still Aisha? Are you still Abu Bakr? This is the point near Quran. It's easy to look religious. It's easy to be righteous in front of the people. The hard part is to do that same thing while you're home. One brother said, how? Can you get in front of the people and say this and talk and you're not nervous and this and this and this? You see? You're doing it in front of Allah. Forget the people. Don't do it for the people. Focus on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you're alone and you're reading the Quran, did you cry? If you cry when you're in front of the people, but not while you're alone, many of the people of knowledge say, beware of showing off. If your heart is not the same when you're alone, when it is when you're in front of the people, because you're always in front of Allah. If you cry when it's just you and Allah, you're sincere. Not when you cry in front of the people. Sometimes the people, they used to have people back in the day who used to get paid to cry. Some of the women, sometimes you hear them. Soon as she starts telling her story, ah, ah, and then everybody cries. That's how it was back in the day. In the time of the, the Arab, they used to pay some of the people to come to give a Jumu'ah and make the people cry. Some people are skilled in that regard. They know how to go up and come down and how to scream and when not to scream. And they talk soft and then they scream again and they, they prolong their words. Some people are skilled in that. Some people can speak well. Some people have fasaha fil kalam, eloquence in their speech. Even some non-Muslims. And I want to give an example but I'm afraid to mention the name in the masjid. At any rate, there's some non-Muslims, when they speak, you're like, MashaAllah, oh, that's beautiful. Oh, and then the more you pay attention, you say, hey, what is he talking about? <laughs> there's one man, I want to mention this example, yeah, I want to mention his name, but I'm afraid because I'm in the masjid. And then he's a non-Muslim, but he's an eloquent speaker. And I don't want to make it like I'm calling you to go home and listen to his lectures. But politically, 
He speaks awesome. Tayyip. If you listen, you're going to say, Oh, Masha, let me write that word down. Oh, oh he has some beautiful uslub. His style is beautiful. But the more you listen, the more you say, Hey, what's he talking about, Yachi? Because he's not really saying anything. But it sounds nice. Sounds nice. Some people have that, that gift when they talk. My little brother is like that. May Allah guide him in all of us. My little brother. He knows a lot about, he knows a little bit about a lot of things. <laughs> I love him to death. My little brother Kevin. Kevin Harris. May Allah guide him and all of us. He knows a little bit about everything. A little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> he can tell you this grass. He says, hey, you know the first time grass was witnessed in America? <laughs> like, <laughs> He's like, yeah, hey, why not let's study the Quran like that? You talk about bread. Bread comes up. Hey, you remember the, the first bread that was brought in America by the slaves was from Rome. The first ship was, you'd be like, yeah, he, who studies that? You know, he, he knows a little bit. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. He's like the sheikh of Wikipedia. The first 10 pages. That's it. But he's awesome in a little bit of everything. He's like almost the sheikh of everything. Almost. He almost graduated. But <laughs> at any rate. <laughs> Some people have that that fasaha fil kalam, that beautification in speech. The Messenger of Allah used to say some of that speech is sihr, is magic. And that can happen, ya ikhwan. So you have to be careful. It's not how you talk, it's what you actually say. It. You know, Shaykh, um, there are people who do that are hmm. very philosophical. Yeah. Is that from the Sunnah? Uh, some people say no. Many of the scholars they say no. That's not how the Messenger of Allah gave da'wah. Any some of some of the greatest callers to Allah I've ever heard talking to a Christian or a Jew. Taala. And I mention one of them for you, to you. Ahmed Taala. May Allah have mercy upon him. Jamil. His style is beautiful, mashallah. and very beneficial. But it's not from the Sunnah. لكن لعله ظن إذا تكلموا مع النصارى واليهود بالقرآن لا يستقبلونه لماذا؟ لأنهم لا يؤمنون به فلذلك حافظ ما كثيرا من من البايبو ومن بايبو ويذكر النصارى واليهود بكتابهم وهذا أنفعهم أو نفعهم بهذا. So this Imam may Allah have mercy upon him, Sheikh Ahmed Ida, the way he gave da'wah is not a sunnah. However, he said, if I give them the Qur'an, perhaps they won't accept it. Because they don't believe in it. It's not their holy book. So I'm going to memorize their book. And call them to Tawheed by their own book. Although the Prophet didn't do that, this way is beneficial to the non-Muslims. Sometimes my ummi, when you're talking to her, you say, Mom, la la la, ummi. Allah didn't say that in the Qur'an. He didn't say it like that. And you give her the verse. She says, She says, I don't believe in that. Give me my book. Tell me, show me my book. So you say, oh, okay. So you may learn some ayat and say, turn to John, such and such and such and such. And now, sometimes she don't want to talk religion no more. She say, no, let's read the Bible. You want to read it, let's read it. But that way is not a sunnah. The prophet stuck with the Quran and the sunnah. That's the best. But sometimes, Ikhwan, it's okay to do something that benefits someone else if the goal is the same. The goal is that you're calling them to the Quran and the Sunnah. Allah Ta'ala says in the ayah Surah Tunahl, Udu'u ila sibili rabbika bil hikmati wal mu'idati hasana. Al ayah Surah Tunahl. Allah says, Call them, O Muhammad. Invite them, O Muhammad, to the path of your Lord bil hikmah, with wisdom. Wal mu'idati hasana. In a good admonishment. Using wisdom. So you may have to be wise. Sometimes you may have to watch a basketball game with somebody. And then after it's over, you say, hey, Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran. <laughs> sometimes you have to do that. Diet. That happens sometimes. Sometimes you're going to have to go work out with somebody. You know what? Let's go get some tea. Come on, alhamdulillah. Let's go get some tea. Build a rapport with someone. You can't always just come and say, Hey, Allah said, Allah said, Allah said. Sometimes 
the people don't understand that yet. Sometimes you have to teach them shay'an for shay'an. Okay, let's talk about this first. We get that down. Now let's talk about this next. You get that down. Sometimes you have to be wise in your approach. Father Sheikh. Hey, now. That's a tremendous point. Now. Yeah. Now. That means, you know, in the hadith of the Sahih that means. But how are you connecting it? Yes. Meaning, as far as that will be a sunnah from that verse, the way he called the people? That's what I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm asking. The Sheikh is saying, so what about the verse where Allah mentions that verily this is from the earlier scriptures? The scriptures of Ibrahim and Musa. So I said, That's true, but how are you connecting that? Can I say. That verse shows it's a sunnah to give da'wah like that. That wouldn't be strong enough. That verse is acknowledging the revelation that came before. To Sufa Ibrahim or Musa, Sufa al-Ula, the first revelations. But the way that the Prophet gave the da'wah to the non-Muslims, he didn't use their book. So no one can say that's a sunnah. If I memorize the Bible and I talk to my parents, uh, not my parents, my, my mother, my father took shahari ikhwan. I talk to my mother and I... Read to her the Bible. Someone can say, hey, the prophet didn't do it like that. I say, yes, he did. That's true. But not everything is upon the Muslim to do it exactly how the prophet did it. There's some things that the kafiyah is from the sunnah, but it's not obligatory to do that. What about the wudu? How did the prophet make wudu first? What's the first thing he did? He washed what? He washed his hands. How many times? Three times. Is this first washing of the hands a part of the wudu? Yeah. The answer is no. Sunnah. It's a sunnah. Ma dalili? What's my proof? عندما أنزل الله تعالى الأمر في الوضوء ما ذكر الله تعالى الغسل لليدين مرتين. No. What's my proof? When Allah Taala sent down the verse in Surah Al-Maida about making the wudu, Allah didn't say anything about wash your hands twice. If you look how the Prophet did, that's the best. But that's not what Allah commanded. That's how the Prophet did it. That's a sunnah of the Messenger of Allah in wudu. The Prophet of Allah will first wash his hands three times. And then he's going to get to his hands again. And he's going to wash them from the tips to the elbows. This is the washing that Allah Ta'ala says. I'll give you another benefit. Where did the Prophet, or what side did the Prophet start with in wudu? Right or left? Right. In right. the ayah, where did Allah mention a side? Nowhere. Nowhere. The side to start from the right is a sunnah. Is it a type? Is it incorrect? Is it wrong? If I say bismillah and I wash my left hand first and then my right, did I do something wrong? No. The answer is no. But did I follow the sunnah? The answer is no. What about the tasarawat uh, as mentioned in the Quran? No. No. Accent. So some of the, the details in the Quran are not there. We get them from the Sunnah. If somebody says, you wouldn't learn how to pray from the Quran only. That's true. A lot of the details are not mentioned. Where does Allah Ta'ala say, Where does Allah in the Quran, I challenge you, in the entire Quran, where does Allah say, place your right, on your left, on your chest? In the Qur'an. It's not there. Where does Allah say, keep your back straight, in the ruku', in the sujood? It's not there. Where does Allah say, sit in tashahud, and point your finger? It's not there. We get those details from the sunnah. So the sunnah teaches us this. Some of the sunnah is obligatory in worship, and that's most of the time, and sometimes it's not. Like the Bismillah, there's a strong argument in fiqh. Hal Bismillah or Hal Basmala to min al wudu or min sunnah al wudu am la? Al ulama yakhtarifun. When you make wudu, is it recommended to say Bismillah or not? Who knows? Yes? Some say it's obligatory. Some say it's obligatory. Our sister? You say it? Masi? Bismillah? Masnoon. Some scholars say it's recommended. Right. Is it? Some scholars say it's obligatory. 
Alright, if it's obligatory, where is it in the verse? It's not mentioned. There is a hadith. Hadith of Hurairah. Hamdar Imam al Tirmidhi. That's collected by Imam al Tirmidhi. Qaw Nabi alayhi sallallahu salam, listen to the wording. La wudu'a liman la yadkur ismallahi alayhi. The Prophet said, there's no wudu for the one who does not say Allah's name upon the wudu. So I will say that again. There's no wudu for the one who does not mention Allah's name upon the wudu. طيب, what's the meaning of that hadith? Al-ulama yakhtalifuna fil ma'na wa fasihha. The scholars differ in two places here. Number one, the meaning. What is the Prophet saying? Number two, is the hadith authentic? Some scholars say the hadith is weak. طيب, from those that say it's authentic, they still differ in the meaning. Some of them say, as our, our sister says, this hadith shows, saying Bismillah is obligatory. Right. Other scholars say, no, it's recommended. When the Prophet said, La wudu'a, there's no wudu, meaning, La wudu'a kamilan. Meaning there's no complete wudu. For the one who does not say Bismillah. Another question arises. Is there a hadith? And I challenge you, don't take my word. And we don't teach this because we didn't learn this. Don't take our word. I want you to do your research. Go to Tirmidhi, go to Bukhari, go to Muslim, go to the Mawatta, right? the book of Tahara. I want you to look for these hadith. And I want you to, to do this, Yaqwan. Mention a hadith right? that the Messenger of Allah made wudu. And he said, Bismillah. So I'll give you three books for the brothers, three books for the sisters. You brothers, you take Bukhari, Muslim, and the Muwatta. You take Bukhari, Muslim, the Muwatta. Go to the book of purification. We're going to make your research a little easy. I'm going to tell you where to go and what chapter to go. You could do Umda. You got Umda, that's fine. It's going to make it uh, quicker. You can go to Umda. Balu is a bigger Umda, if you wish. Bukhari, Muslim, and what else? Muwatta, of Imam Malik. You sisters, we'll mention three for the sisters. You go to a Tirmidhi, Abu Dawood, and Nasa'i. So we got six and six. And inshallah, we're going to start our project from last week. And we're going to generate some money and build a, message, a library for our message, inshallah. So now we can just go to the books. That's going to be our goals, inshallah. We're going to go by, book by book. So your brothers have Bukhari, Muslim, the Muwatta, three. You sisters have Tirmidhi, Abu Dawood, and Nasa'i. Three and three. Right? And if we want to come back tomorrow, how many days I have to give you up? One day you can do that? You sure? Right. Three books? Y'all can do that, Yaqwan. The book of Tahara. So we come back tomorrow, and we're going to read what you find. The hadith you guys find, I want you to write them out. And we're going to come back tomorrow and read them. What, what are you looking for? What's your research? Who's paying attention? Hey, a hadith. We mentioned the hadith Abi Huraira when the Prophet said it. There's no wudu for the one who does not say Bismillah upon it. Hadith Abi Huraira is collected in Tirmidhi. Right? The hadith I'm asking you to find, if there's any, a hadith in which the Messenger of Allah said Bismillah before he made wudu. A companion said, I heard the Messenger of Allah say Bismillah. That's what you're looking for. So that's your homework, inshallah ta'ala, for tonight. Imam Ashokani, if you have his Nail Otaq, Sheikh Mukbu said it's one of the best books in fifth you're going to study. If you can read that book and get that book, Yaqwan, Imam Ashokani is one of the greatest scholars of Al-Fiqh. He had a few mistakes. He made the same mistakes that I know we, according to other scholars, that I know we made. Who else made that same mistake, Yaqwan? Ibn Hajar. Who else? Al-Bayhaqi. They, according to other scholars, made a few small mistakes in Aqidah. Shokani, Anawi, Al-Bayhaqi, and Ibn Hajar. When it came to how to describe Allah, sometimes they took a position that a lot of other scholars <coughs> didn't take. What's an example of that, Yaqwan, that comes to our mind? What's the ayah where Allah Ta'ala says, وَجَاءَ رَبُّكَ وَالْمَلَائِكَةُ صَفَّى What's the verse? What's the ayah? What's the ayah? Somewhere in Juhamma, somewhere. Surah Al-Fajr. وَجَاءَ رَبُّكَ وَالْمَلَاكَةُ صَفَّى On that day, your Lord is going to come and the angels صَفَّى in rows. Most of the scholars, they say, how does Allah come? 
and a man that befits Allah's majesty. Imam Ashokani, al Nawi, al Bayhaqi, Ibn Hajar, they all say, How does Allah come in this verse here? It's not talking about Allah, it's talking about the power of Allah. And then they bring their proofs, mashallah. But according to other scholars, they made a mistake here. So that's some of the things if somebody says, Oh no, we made a mistake in the Ta'weer, Shokani made a mistake in Ta'weer, Al Bihaqi made a mistake in Ta'weer, Ibn Hajar made a mistake in Ta'weer, that's some of the examples they're talking about. When Allah describes Himself, sometimes they say here, this means this. And a lot of other scholars, they say, no, it means that. So that's the difference there. But a Shokani and Fiqh, if you can read his books here, Quran, using him, Bukhari, Sana'ani, Use it there, right? One of our sisters had their hands up. Tfadli. Anyone else here? We'll stop here for homework. I want you to complete. We stopped at the Ayin and Surutu El Jin. And we did the. My mic went out. For homework, I want you to continue from Faman Sarafa Minha. And then you're going to, inshallah, tell us go down to the Ayin and Surutu Al Kahf. Where Allah Ta'ala says, what delilu raja and the, the proof of hope, the proof of hope. And we'll continue, inshallah Ta'ala, in the next class. Your homework tonight, your research homework. You brothers have three books, the sisters have three books. You're looking for a hadith in which the Messenger of Allah himself in his wudu, he said, Bismillah, when he made the wudu. Do the companions describe that like that? That's your homework, inshallah. Jesus, what if you can't find it? <laughs> you find it in one book, okay? Anywhere you find it. Any, it's not about where you find it. It's about if it's there. Right? So you guys have three books. Just have three books. I want you to find the hadith in which the companions describe the messenger of Allah making wudu and saying, he said bismillah. Right? With, with regards to uh, the, these mistakes, mm -hmm. uh, some go up as far as saying such and such some scholars, some students here, even some mashaykh, they go overboard here. I heard some people say, Anowi is Ash'ari. Some of the Ash'ashairah -ash tried to say that Anowi, he took a position that's one of our positions, so therefore he is Ash'ari. That's far-fetched. Somebody can say a statement that another group says. You can't pit him with their group. Not like that. Someone that's known to call to the Sunnah their whole life. It amazes me when somebody says that Ibn Qayyim was Sufi, or Ibn Taymiyyah was Sufi, or Anawi was Ashari. It, it, it amazes you, Yaquan, where in their book did they ever say such a claim? Where? Give us one book from these great Imams. Not that you're trying to strengthen your, your positions, your group. So you're going to say, oh, he's Ashari also. We're Ashari, he's Ashari. No, not like that. To say somebody's upon something, where did they say that at? To say Al-Bayhaqi was Ashari. Where this man almost single-handedly explained the whole Shafi'i Madhab. Almost alone. Almost by himself. For example. Anawi almost single-handedly explained the Shafi'i Madhab. What humbles me, Ikhwan, is when you hear the likes of the people when they say, I follow Shafi'i in his fiqh, but I don't follow him in his aqeed. Hmm. Like that doesn't make, if you're going to follow him, follow him, Ikhwan. And the thing that's the most important, what did the man believe? At any rate, you do find people go stream and they say a Shokani was this, Anawi was that, Al Bihaqi was this. These Imams, when you read their works, all of them gave a tremendous service to the Sunnah of the Messenger. If you say they made a mistake somewhere that you don't agree with, no problem. You can't say that none of these great Imams, they're not called to the Sunnah of the Messenger. Not a Shokani, not al Nawawi, not al Bayhaqi, not Ibn Hajar. Great Imams, Ikhwan. But it also shows that they are human beings. Some of Shokani's mistakes were in his earlier books. When some scholars say he was still seeking knowledge, but he was still writing, mashallah. Also, some say he was affected by the Zaydiyya in Yemen. Sometimes Imam al Nawawi, they say about him that he made a few mistakes, according to other scholars. According to him, he has his adillah. At any rate, this happens in Ikhwan, where some scholars take a position that another scholar does not agree with. As long as they have their proofs, alhamdulillah, the foundation of all of them was the Sunnah of the Messenger,
That's what I was saying, Allah. But you, you do find that. No. Some of the people that say Imam Al Uthaymeen was, was, he was what? Wahhabi. The likes of those statements, Ikhwan. This man clearly calls to the Sunnah of the Messenger, and the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah goes way beyond Shaykh al Islam, Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab. We love the Shaykh, we don't blind follow the Shaykh, Ikhwan. Some, if he made an error, we say it's an error, that's Islam. We're not going to say, no, you can't say he made an error. If it's an error, it's an error. But you can't say it's an error because he differed with you. Or he differed with your Shaykh. No, if it's a mistake. If it's a mistake, ya yeah, You find that a lot. May Allah bless you all, ya yeah, Allah. Fadda ya Allah. If they make a mistake, that's the thing, ya yeah, If the Shaykh is a mujtahid, if he's reached the level of giving his ishtihad, he can look into the Quran and the Sunnah and deduce and give reason and give uh, fatawa. He's a mujtahid. If he makes a mistake, the Messenger of Allah mentions he still gets a reward. Not like us. If a mujtahid makes a mistake, he still gets a reward because the way he's trying to find the answer, he did it the correct way. He's not like shooting in the dark. We turn the lights out, we put a bullseye in the back, and we cover our eyes, and then we pull the arrow back, and then we say, Bismillah, and we happen to hit the target. That doesn't mean the way we did it was right. These great imams, they look at the Quran, they look at the Sunnah, it doesn't mean that their result is going to be right all the time. No. Hmm. It doesn't mean that, yeah, Juan. Sometimes they're going to be right. Sometimes they're going to be wrong. You keep the, the honor of the ulama, and that's something we don't do today. The sheikh makes a mistake, and we no longer call him a sheikh. We no longer read his books. One brother said, hey, you can't read that sheikh's book. I said, why not? He made a mistake in there. And he said, where's the mistake? He said, I don't know. I never read it. Yeah. Hey, that's another point, yeah. Yeah, It's not in the foundations, yeah. Yeah. And may Allah bless you all, yeah. Man, you read on your other one, what's it called? The other one, yeah. You can take, uh, who wants to call the other one tonight, yeah. Yeah, one is for Sundu and every man gets one to him. Are you? Yeah, I think he's. 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 Yeah,